This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. What's up, bees? Hello. Welcome to the Brit on Blast podcast, where we put everything and anything on blast. What's this week's roundup, Britain? This week, we have our interview with the amazing Ashley Pollan, owner of Honeypot Social. She's a social media expert, and we had so much fun interviewing her and learning from her. She has a lot to share with you, and I think you're going to love this interview. Yeah, I'm really excited. And she actually offered our listeners a 15% discount on services with code Brit on Blast. So that's Brit with two T's on Blast. So whether you're a business owner looking to take your social presence to the next level or a social media manager who'd like to impress your clients with a more professional looking strategy, you guys should check out Honeypot Social's templates. Um, you can basically start creating beautiful social media marketing strategies. And like the key thing that you guys are going to pick up from this is the strategies part that you're basically excited to present and that will help you achieve your social media marketing goals. So those are all available at www.honeypot.social. And again, you guys can use code Brit on blast for 15% off. And I would highly recommend like going and get and after that, I'm going to check it out myself, actually. Yeah, she's incredible. And if you, like Britt said, if you're a business owner and I mean, social media can take up so much time. So if that's something that you feel like you're spending too much time on or you don't really know the direction of where you're going or where you're heading or how to make the most of your time spent on social media, she can definitely help with that. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely reach out to her. Um, check out her templates that she has. And um, with that, let's get into what events we have going on this week. So BLFT, um, we're open at the Babe Cave this week. Okay. Uh, lots of new spring arrivals and Easter outfits. Um, I love being open at the Babe Cave because it's just, it's just the best. And you know, some of our customers strictly just shop at the mm -hmm. Babe Cave. So we, I love offering that for people who, um, don't necessarily, or can't make the events or don't want to come to the events, but they just want to come in and shop and get that like one-on-one, -on -one, yeah. um, time. So I'm really excited about that. We're open Wednesday through Friday this week. Um, this weekend I'm going to Tahoe. What? So yeah, I'm so excited Good for you. So we're not going to be open on Saturday and Sunday is Easter. So oh that's kind of crazy. Um, next week, we're going to be at the Tamarack on Tuesday. Okay. And um, really looking forward to that. It's their, what they call ladies night there. And they have like a ton of free giveaways and stuff like that. So it'll be really fun. And we're in that beautiful event space. Yeah. And then on the 23rd, I'm going to be at the Craft Collective, which is... Um, we're actually related through marriage. Um, her name is Alicia Garcia, and she's an amazing stylist. And she's opening up her... Um, new salon oh yeah and so we're, i'm super excited to be there and then it's ladies night oh my god and the fact that you're like saying this and i'm like wait okay we have this week and then we have next week and then we're in the fourth week of april and i have to go home i have to get out of here i can't believe april's going by so fast it, it's really crazy like i am truly like that just i was having a moment just now well i like forgot that easter is this week <laughs> well no and you said that and that's what like triggered me the most because i was like i'm gonna be in san diego for easter that means that between now and easter i have to get to san diego 
man, it has been really crazy lately in yeah. all the events. I'm like, I seriously have to take it like one week, one day at a time because I get so stressed out and it's like, you can only do what's in front of you right right now. So I just take off like yeah. little, Oh, and then after ladies night, that Saturday, the 30th, we're going to be at full pedal for a mom's on the run fundraiser. <gasps> Fun. and I'm, Mother's day. Yeah. But no, yes, 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 yes. Mother's day is the next and then it's Cinco de Mayo and we have an event that day. And then it's 4th of July and we've blacked out. And then it's the Kentucky Derby <laughs> and we have an event that day. So yeah, things are just heating up to say the least for the little, little pink truck. I mean, we have one month until the rodeo and guess where like you need to actually a month and a half. Okay. Yeah. You really two months. Let's not get it twisted. Let's all settle <laughs> down. That just made me want to die. Inside. I know. But to, with the note of Mother's Day, Haven and Flux is going to be at the Riverside Market on that May 7th. They do like a Mother's Day event nice. where you can like bring your kids and it's the day before Mother's Day. So you can like still have Mother's Day with the fam. Yeah. I'll come see so you on that one. I'm pretty excited about that one. And like Farmer's Market, like come get some like food. Yeah. I think that's I'm hungry right now. I just realized that after saying that word. I'm always hungry on the pod, but it, I think it makes me better because I'm like sharper, you know, like after you eat, I just feel like I get tired. Oh, I feel stupid when I haven't eaten yet. Well, as long as it's not like a blood sugar crisis, you know, mine might turn into that at some point during this show. So. I like to like wake up hungry and go to bed hungry. Is that weird? <laughs> no. Just ready for the next day. No. It's like a constant state of pain. I like to be in a constant state of discomfort <laughs> or else I feel like I'm failing. On that note, how has your week been? Week has been good. You really got a good. weekend off um, or kind of. I did. I threw a baby shower for one of my best friends, mm -hmm. Lauren. Um, it was so it was awesome. It was at Sparks Water Bar. Jerry did oh, the photography for it. I saw. I love that guy so much. Um, and it was one of the most I mean, I threw it. So I'm biased, but it was like one of the most beautiful baby showers I had ever been to. And she is like the most gracious host. Like she makes like there were so many people there. There was like 50 plus people there and she makes everyone feel seen and like, Aww. yeah, she's so great at that. And so my Libby and I threw it together and we had a blast doing it and just, you know, love showering my people with love. Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. How was your week? My week was good. Um, we had an event on Sunday that was just like packed. Got to see Jerry showed up with Sarah and Grayson and his, their mom. And I just, I'm just so grateful for this community. I'm just so in awe of this community. I got to, I was side by side with Natalie from Moonlight Lace. And then on the other side, I had Nicole from um, Adornments by Nicole. Yes, and she's her. like making that wolf ring and she just finished it. And I just got to see it before this and I'm freaking out. I'm so excited. I saw it on her story. It looks so nice. She'll put a patina on it and it's like more detailed. Oh my God, it's stunning. And then that, and then I got to spend all day. I was really exhausted. And Tiffany from um, Tiffany Bildman, who we've had on the podcast. Living Reno Tahoe. Living Reno Tahoe. She was like, will you come with me to get this tattoo? And I was like, I don't know. I'm really tired. Like I don't, I might not want to. And then I was like, this will be good for me. I should. Well, it snowed. And you guys know, I love to like be in the snow and just be in the mountains. And so we were in Truckee. <laughs> I love to just be in the snow. Sorry. That I just like to be like in nature. Like yeah. when the world is like, when the nature's like doing its thing, I'm like here for it. Yeah. And so, and especially like up in the mountains. Anyway, we went up there. I didn't know she had like booked me for a tattoo after her. So like low key, like honestly, these are the only kind of friends I want to have. Like, Tiff was like, so you're going to, you need one. And like, you know, it's going to make you feel better. And it did. And the artist, his name's Addison. I think his 
tag is like light love and ink love light and ink. And I'm not kidding you. It is truly the most beautiful tattoo I've ever gotten. And I just let him do his thing. Like I told him like the rules and he was like, done. Got it. It really is. It's incredible. The detail on it. I mean, I love, I, again, I think I'm biased because I love your taste. I think that everything that you select is on brand for your life. I mean, I joked when I first met you, I was like, holy shit, your whole life is on brand. <laughs> like from your car to everything, like to the colors that you wear every day. Um, and so, yeah, I feel like this tattoo just definitely fits in, but Thanks. did you have this in like, do you have tattoos that you want in the back of your mind? And you're like, one day I want that. I might add this. And then you kind of feel it out or like, how does that work? I have kind of like an idea of what I want in my head at any given point. Like there are things that I just like, there's things that I think for me, inspiration hits me quickly. Like I'm very like in the moment, I'm very impulsive and I, I thrive in those moments. So for me, like yesterday I was wanting to get this, like, I had this idea of like this cocoon turning into a butterfly, turning into wildflowers. And when I got there, I started sketching it out on my own. And it was like, this just looks like a bunch of like, well, cocoon is not like necessarily the most beautiful yeah. Thing. It's like not, to, well, and I wanted it to look realistic, but then the problem is, is like, you know, you can end up with a lighthouse that looks like a penis and like, I didn't want that to happen. <laughs> like a cocoon and a butterfly have that shape. And so as I was drawing it out, I was like, ah, I don't know about this. And I don't love butterflies. And I like, didn't, I told myself I would never get one. So basically what happened is I watched him work on Tiffany for four hours and, and I really enjoyed like the environment and him. I loved like, enjoy, I enjoyed like watching him work. His artwork was beautiful. So I was like, just give it a go. So it's a little bit Western. It's a little bit wild. I and love it. A hundred percent me. So it's he, the he candle it. wild and free. Yes. Yeah. It is the candle. wild and free. It is. I was going to say it's all three of your candles in one brave trust your instincts and wild and free last night when I saw wow. picture. Yeah. I think so. I didn't put that together, but honestly, when I was getting it done, Tiff was like, this tattoo is like, so, and it was like perfect with my back tattoo. And she was like, I was going to say you. <laughs> so, well, yeah, anyway. it looks great. We should post a picture of it. Yeah, we will. And I'll tag um, the artist. If you guys want to get it done, he's up at snowy mountain um, tattoo up in Truckee. So nice. Well, without further ado, let's get into Ash Poland. Ash Poland. We love her so much. Enjoy y'all. So Britt, because this is in your wheelhouse, why the automobile museum? I mean, you know, for me, it's about the cars all day long. I love cars. I like old cars, new cars, all the things. For me, the fact that they have the DeLorean here and the Batmobile in the same room is like, it's, it's like, a, it's ha it makes my heart happy. Um, so that's why for me, but I think for like someone like us, like doing things with all of our friends, like yeah, 160 of our close friends yes. could go to the theater. In any movie that you want. They have so many things to offer. The space camp for your kids, if you want, like need a little break or you want to look at the cars. Reno's just really lucky to have it. It's one of the biggest collections, I think, in the country, yeah. which is awesome. It's so cool. And the fact that it's here in the biggest little city is like the coolest thing ever. So yeah, grab a bottle of tequila yeah. and come on into the theater. Yes, back to the future. Get all your friends, 160 of them, so the whole town of Reno. So everyone you know. <laughs> and watch a movie. Yep. You can find tickets at the uh, um, automuseum.org. Yeah. And yeah, that's where, that's where you go get your tickets. Perfect. Fun day. So Britt, why intentional candles for mental health? Because building healthy habits around your intentions can have a positive impact on not only your mental health, but your overall productivity. I wanted to create a premium non-toxic candle that reminded my customers 
that life is complex and we can live in the and space. Talking about mental health and mental illness doesn't always have to be scary or depressing. Uh, sometimes it can be fun and enlightening. We are wildly unique and expansive creatures as we've talked about on the podcast before. And we can be many things in a day. And sometimes we just need to light a candle to remind ourselves who the fuck we are and what we are capable of. I 100% agree with that. Plus your candles smell so good and they fill up my whole house. I hear you have something special for our listeners. I do. I have a little promo for our bees. Y'all can head to havenandflux.com and use code BOB20 at checkout to get 20% off your order. I hope y'all enjoy. I'm so excited to be able to introduce one of my good friends, Ashley Pollan. Ashley was born and raised in Susanville, California, and was a two-sport athlete in high school. She played softball and golf, where combined, she was all section seven times. She was the first female in history at Lassen High to get all section all four years of her career for golf. So she's pretty badass. I just got full body chills. Full. <laughs> full. From the top of her head to the tip of her toe. We love an athlete on this podcast. We really do. Um, she went on to go to Boise state where she majored in business and marketing. And after graduation, she worked, worked many different jobs that she's going to tell us all about, but primarily we'll be talking about her current position as CEO of her company, Honeypot Social that she started in 2020. She was nominated for a 20 under 40 award here in Reno that we hear about all the time and is now working on releasing a social strategy course that will be the first of its kind. And I know will be a huge success. Oh, I'm so excited oh, to hear about this. Thank you guys. Ashley is a social media expert. Um, she's the style queen, skilled graphic designer. Fun fact, she created the BLFT logo. Oh, I did not know that. And she's just an all around boss. She is so full of knowledge. And I know our listeners are going to learn a ton from her. She is the wife to Keenan and mother to the most precious five month old little baby girl, Nova. Ashley and I have been through a lot together. We've been friends for a long time um, and truly have just grown our businesses and ourselves side by side since 2016. Um, lots of good times and lots of really difficult times, but we, you know, are, I don't know, we just kind of did it alongside each other, which is so cool. I was thinking about it as I was writing your bio and I was like, damn, we've been through a lot. Like when I look at my life, it kind of is broken up into chunks, you know, it's mm -hmm. like, high school, sports, whatever. And then like business and like I, all of my memories have you in them, which is really exciting and cool. cool. Yep. Yeah. So thank you so much for being here, Ash. I'm so excited for you to share all your knowledge with our listeners because you are full of it. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. I know. I'm really, really excited to learn more about you because I have heard about you throughout the community. Everybody loves Honeypot Social specifically. Yeah. That's normally the name that I hear. And then she was like, yeah, Ash. And I was like, hold on, is that Honeypot Social? And she was like, yeah, that's her. And I was like, shoot, can't wait to meet her. So I'm super stoked. You guys have no idea how awesome that is to hear. Yeah. I'm so like, cause you don't know how much people talk about you or your business. So when you hear kind of that feedback, well, and all right. you see is stuff on social media and you're like, what are they actually saying? Exactly. Like, what do people actually, that's been a struggle for me is like starting my business. I'm like, wait, hold on. What are people actually saying about me? Well, and it's hard yeah. because you live in the day-to-day -day actual reality of your world mm -hmm. that is not on social media. So I don't know how people are perceiving things, but 
you know? Oh, exactly. Like any business that you run, there's so many ups and downs and stuff. And then as a business owner, sometimes you get lost in those downs and you don't realize what people are saying about you and how much they actually you know, enjoy what you're putting out in the world. So definitely. Yeah. It's yeah. really cool to hear that. And you vibe different in real life, just as a whole. She does? No, I, I oh. well, she does. Cause I follow her on Instagram too. But I think oh. as like, as people, we vibe different in real oh, life. Like, totally. like I like people more usually in real life or actually it could go one of both ways. I either like them less or more Yeah, in real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could be way cooler on social media. In IRL, you're like, wow, you're yeah. you're as boring as a cup of water. <laughs> I'm bored. And so last week we did a podcast we about judgment. No. Isn't always boring. Liquid death water is not boring. If you're liquid death, you're not boring. No. You can kick it. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So mm-hmm. let us know what you did before you started Honeypot. Um, I know personally the years leading up to it, but Give our listeners like a little background on you and how you got to where you are. Yeah. So when I moved to Reno from Boise about like 2015, I I mean, there's a little in between there, but basically I started out in marketing at Bell Dorado, which is like how we met, how we really (laughs) met at the end of the day. Um, And I started out mostly doing website stuff, updating their websites, that kind of thing. And then ultimately that's when social media was starting to get introduced into businesses and they're like, Mm -hmm. we need to be on social media. Um, and so I started doing El Dorado, Silver Legacy, Circus Circus, and was that a lot of work? Yeah, because <laughs> before they had no idea how much work social media was going to be, and so um, I kind of you know launched that, kicked that off there, um, and then I moved on to the Whitney Peak where I became the marketing manager. Um, I've always was doing something on the side though, so I think like that entrepreneurial like bone was it was always there because mm-hmm. I was doing graphic design work on the side when I was at Bell Dorado. And then when I went on to Whitney Peak, I was still taking on other clients on the side with social media and really kind of finding that seemed to be where people were coming to me for. Um, so then I decided to launch my own and kind of decide just, sorry to fumble, but um, basically, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Shoot. Like, like branch off out. on your own. Yeah. 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 I just decided anyways to branch off on my own. And um, then two years later, Honeypot was developed. Which we're all very, I think everybody in the community is very grateful for. Yes. I feel like a lot of business owners. Everybody's social media. And yeah, I mean, just because, okay. So like just a little history, Ashley and I, so the babe cave where BLFT is now, we shared an office space for how long? Like two years, maybe. Yeah. For about two years. And then, um, so yeah and then COVID happened but we worked like side by side it like every day we saw each other or talked to each other for two years um and Ashley is just like such a well-rounded person like her skill set is through the roof and actually it kind of reminds me of you Britt a little bit because her eye for like aesthetics and like design like you know she can see things that I don't just like you can and especially in photo shoots and stuff like that um, so she's just like in what she designs websites, like she knows a little bit about everything and it's just, it's really cool to see on top of being an incredible model, like oh Ashley is the one that taught Bridget how to model. First I of literally, all. Well, I was going to say like two parts of that. I was going to say like, every time you do any posts or anything like that, I'm like, 
oh shoot, she's like really good at this. Like, cause that's the thing where I like cannot understand. Like a camera happens in front of me and I'm like, what do I do? Like I, I'm getting better at it. I think, cause we have to do so much content for Brit on Blast. But in the beginning it was real rough. And then, um, but you're natural, like in the photos, it does not transfer, right? You know? Like no one can tell that you're unless you were out. there, and, yeah. <laughs> you're like, she was a spaz. No, not even, but <laughs> the other thing is I can tell who your clients are based off of the aesthetic. Like it's very clear to their branding, but like you oh, have, awesome. it's almost like you have your trademark through like s- scattered throughout, which I think is so hard to maintain as a, somebody who does social media for other people who does branding for other people, because you have to have your stamp on it, Yeah, but right. it also has to be specific to the brand that you're, that you're working right. with. Right. Yeah. No, that's really a huge share because I don't manage every single one of my accounts. Yeah. I don't manage any accounts anymore. You know, I have a team. And so for my vision to kind of translate yeah. to them and for them to put that onto the world and you to say that that's, yeah. That's great. (laughs) It's good stuff. You're doing good. What made you finally take the leap out on your own? Like you were with some pretty big accounts, obviously. And I, they weren't accounts at that point you were working for them, but you know, what made you step away? Um, I think I was just, you know, like anybody else, I was ready for a change. I was at a, like a pivotal moment in my life. Like my mom was really sick at the time. And Mm -hmm. I think that it was just something inside me was like, I don't want to do this. Like, I feel like there's so much more I have to offer And I don't want to just, you know, continue not, not serving or, you know, pursuing my purpose. And so I ultimately decided, you know, with not a full client load. So it was obviously a big risk that I was taking. Luckily I have a husband, so Mm -hmm. (laughs) not everybody can say they have that to support them, but, um, I did at the time. So I decided, you know, now or never. And so I made that leap and just started building my clientele and, hustled. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And she really did hustle. And I, I vividly remember this time in your life and it was just like, you know, it's risky and it's scary when you leave something that is so comforting and like, you know, a paycheck every month, like that sound the same amount, like that sounds heavenly, but at the same time, like you weren't getting, you weren't being fulfilled doing those jobs. And I feel like it was at a time where people didn't truly like respect social media mm-hmm. or the 100%. time that it took and they would be like, well, why don't we have 20,000 followers? And you're like, I've had the account for two weeks. And you know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't get that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. It's I'm, just like, God. it's so, I don't understand that. But anyways, I totally remember this and you taking that step. I'm so proud of you. And once you started, you know, hustling and living in that alignment and like really flourishing and letting your skill set just show for itself, like the clients just started flowing in and now you have how many employees? Five. That is amazing. Yeah. How many clients do you, can you, can you answer that? How yeah. Many clients I have, you have 17 right now. Wow. Amazing. I know. Oh, that's exhausting. It's awesome. Yes. But you know, just like any aspect of business, like I've evolved and changed and you know, social media has always kind of been my world and now my team's my world and managing so people awesome. yeah. Yeah. is a different beast. So before I did this, all of this stuff, I managed 15 salespeople all over over the country. And it's just like (laughs) all under the age of like 28. And I was just like, okay, here we go. And they were incredible, but and and I'm still friends with a lot of them and like Mm -hmm. get to watch them grow in their own careers. I have to point something out only because my whole purpose in my business and in my life is to improve people's mental health. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important for our listeners to hear that I know that for me, my business started out of a trauma that happened in my life, like a really big, huge, pivotal change that really rocked my world. I know that Mm. 
yours wasn't as negative because it was more of a graduation into the next step, but that's a pretty like, it's, it's like a little T in life where you're like moving into like a, a very different position in life. And you're like, and then for you, it sounds like you were going through some struggles with your mom and like you really do. And we don't need to get into all of that, but like, but really truly like it's important to remember that through trauma really strong, like you can come out really, really freaking strong. And I hear so many business owners say like, yeah, I just didn't have any choice. Like my back was against the wall and I got to make either I could stay in the motion that I was in, or I could provide myself the freedom that would allow me to support the people around me and be stronger and better and available to them. And I had the skill set to do what I do now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, when I was going through that, I think that everybody reacts so differently. And, um, for me and what I kind of noticed about the people around me is that you, you want something to change in your life. You want something that you feel like you can control because you can't control what's happening in Mm -hmm. those moments. And so I think for me, that was something I felt like I, I can control the direction my life is going and I want to take the reins and I want to, you know, pursue that. All right. So you guys know that I live for Western wear, specifically my boots and my hat. So I want to talk a little bit about a brand new brand that is new to Reno, Nevada and is from our beautiful babe over here. So Britton, tell us what Murdoch's is. Well, first of all, hats have been one of my truest loves since I was a kid. I swear I had a hat on in every single picture as a child. And then they quickly became a BLFT signature. We couldn't find the hat that was just perfect. And so we decided to design our own. Murdoch's is a family brand that started in the great state of Nevada in the 1950s. My great grandparents started Murdoch's Western wear. Fast forward 60 years, the Murdoch sisters recreate this homegrown brand by curating a hat line that embodies the spirit of Nevada. We were raised in this amazing state and we watched a Nevadan's ability to put in a hard day's work on the ranch followed by a hard night's play at the casinos. We pulled inspiration from the everyday beauty around us, the sunsets, Lake Tahoe, the mountains, and the forests. I'm not gonna lie, I have full body chills right now because you hit so many nails on the head just now. Like there's nothing that screams Reno, Nevada more than family and community and a little bit of Western. So the fact that you put all of our favorite things together and then you made it all about like bringing back the roots of your family brings me so much joy. Y'all need to check out Murdoch's Hats. Where do you find them? Murdoch'sHatsAndApparel.com. We love it. Go shop, y'all. I mean, I went through all of it. I was like, I either want to move away, far away, mm-hmm. or, you know, I just needed something to change. And I think that that was a good motivator for me in the beginning, for sure. It's really impressive. So it was a lot and of respect watching her go through such a traumatic time. Like she is just like the epitome of strength because mm-hmm. I mean, oh I was God. with her every <laughs> single day, but I mean, I would always be like, how are you doing this? And she would just say, I, like, I don't know, but it, yeah. it is who she is. She's tough as nails and she does what needs to be done. And she just goes to the next thing. And it's always been something that I have like, respected and, you know, honestly have taken away for my own life, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. cause yeah. you, you know, when people like make a big deal about things, Ashley is the opposite of that. Right. She is the most understated. I'd be like, it's okay. <laughs> like you can be sad right now. Like, you know, she just is like, I don't know. It's amazing. 
It's just, and it's interesting because I'm hearing you say that she was basically to you what you have been to me in the last nine months. Yeah. I mean, like I think it's just like when, well, I don't know. Like this is the power you. of the pack. I don't know why I'm like so in this right now because of what I'm doing, yes. but I'm like, it is so important. Like you lean on your people and like you look at it and it's like, you needed to transfer your energy to something that you could control and that you could feel powerful and you mm-hmm. could feel like something that you could, you could build and put your energy to, like your brain power, basically that was positive. That was yeah. the word I was looking for. Positive, yeah. hard, I think but positive. And like, it's like you, a give and take, I think mm-hmm. in any relationship, so like what we're going through right now, you know, and what Ash and I went through, um, together, I think it's just like, you learn from each other. And when you're around good people who are working towards, you know, something bigger than themselves, yeah, I think you can learn a lot on both sides. I think that's know? the key thing, like being mm-hmm. surrounded by your, you are the five people that you surround yourself yeah, with. Yeah, mo- totally. Most. Well, on the flip side, I mean, thank God for Britain because yeah, I was gosh. going through such a hard time and like having her there with me to support me. Like it takes a very special person to be by somebody when they're going through something like that. Dude, so yeah. I'm like, I'm beyond grateful for her support. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was meant to be. I think that exactly. God has a way of putting people into your life. Um, and at, just the right like timing is everything Mm -hmm. and yeah it's just I mean Ash and I have one of those relationships where we're just gonna like we can pick up where we left off after not seeing each other for a month I mean she she had Nova and so obviously and it was like during COVID so it was kind of like we're not gonna like you know be getting together all the time but it's still like we're you know supporting and cheering for each other and every time we see each other it's just like the same which is so cool which is nice too, because I was thinking on the way in here, I'm like, we didn't have to like double message Ash to let her know that like, we're still on for today. Like she knows it's on the calendar. She'll just be there. Did you double message her? Uh, I talked to her yesterday. Oh, okay. I was, like, I was like, did did we miss, did I forget to do something here? Well, and like I actually like, she's so mature. So I always think that she's sure. older than she is. She is. She like, she's like an lot. old soul. So I always think she's like older than she is. And I'm like, when did you graduate? What, like, what is your life? Tell me. <laughs> Um, I think drama and things like that, that you go through definitely age you. Yeah. 1000%. So So what is one thing back to honeypot? Yes. Okay. So tell us exactly what honeypot is and then tell us one thing that you hope to leave your clients with. Yeah. So honeypot social is a social media marketing agency. So, I mean, we do, we handle the social media management of all of our clients, um, from the creative, um, to the strategy, to reporting and adjusting kind of from there. Um, I, I think what really sets me apart from everybody else is the strategy side of things. Like, I think people think social media is just posting pretty photos and throwing that up online or, or whatever, but really there's so much like strategy and thought and that goes behind having a good social media presence. Mm-hmm. Um, the number one thing being your audience, I think people forget about that. When mm-hmm. you're on social media, you're like, I want to increase my followers. I want to increase my followers. But it's like, who are those followers? Mm -hmm. Do you actually know them? Do you actually look at their accounts and genuinely try and understand your audience and your followers and the stuff that you're providing them? Um, So I think that's the biggest thing. Like I always like to tell people about Honeypot Social, not just pretty photos. There's so much more that goes into it. Um, And then as far as my clients, I just want to leave them with better social media. Right. I don't want them growing to leave me, but <laughs> I no. want them to always have a better social media presence and understanding again of like who their audience is. I think that's 
that's interesting to hear you say that because in a time where it's so oversaturated, totally. your work stands out. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, Instagram is a big sea of, and everyone is pretty much trying to, I mean, aside from the personal accounts, I'm just talking business, you know, they're trying to gain something and make that sale, right. Or get that client, totally. get that customer, get that person to walk into their business. And so it's a big salesy type thing, mm-hmm. but we all try to do it like undercover, yeah. <laughs> like, right. but you do such a good job at that. So, and I mean, it really speaks through all of the accounts that you have. Just out of curiosity, because I'm just experiencing this in my own business right now. Like I start, I so for so long, I didn't want to be the face of Haven and Flux because yeah. I was like, well, it's a very vulnerable space. But totally, Britain's laughing because like, like you are the face like, of Haven I, and Flux. Like, like the jig is up. You're it. I hate to break it to you, and you got a great face for it. You got a good mug. Put it on your Instagram accounts. Let the followers give you the likes. But I did it so much so in the way that like it was truly detrimental to my business because there's things in Haven and Flux that are like, for example, you can scan a QR code on the bottom of the candle and it like tell like links you to a playlist pairing for each candle. I just saw you do a reel on that and I had no idea before. Everybody was freaked out. People were like, I had people sharing it. I had people messaging me being like, this is the best thing ever. I had people reaching out being like, I went to certified freak and WAP isn't on there. And I was like, huge mistake. I got a little carried away in nineties R and B. Like, I'm sorry. But you're incredible with your playlist skills, like making playlists. You have, you definitely have a knack for that, but also it's just so cool that like, people loved your candles prior. And now there's like this extra added bonus. Well, now my face is all over it. And I'm like, where are the candles? Like, I just looked at my thing this morning. I was like, um, so like, what do you say? Like for balance on that, like, what do you feel is the best balance for somebody who does have to be the face of their brand? Like how, what is, is it like 80, 20 or like, Oh yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say there's whatever works for you. Of course. I mean, I definitely check out like you have to, you know, set boundaries when it comes to social media Yeah, and your audience should expect that. Like they shouldn't necessarily expect you. Like there's too many people that do expect you to be on social media 24 seven. But if you're upfront about your boundaries, like, Hey, you know, I'm not going to answer stuff after this time or Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. Like if you're, you know, the face and people are expecting you to be on, just tell them what's up. Like, yeah. Cause um, that's, I'm not enjoying And I have a, mm-hmm. a business for mental health and it's like, what about mine though? Yeah. Oh, and I, <laughs> I push that all the time when it comes to social media, because we shouldn't be expecting businesses to be on social media 24 seven. Right. Yeah. I mean, People if you're not understand that, yeah, if you email somebody at like 10 PM, do you expect to get a response? It should be the same when it comes to social media, in my opinion. Yeah. And so we just need to keep pushing that out there until people get the get it right and give some people some grace i know that you know one time with i mean we get a lot of messages on sizing and you know store hours because it is kind of confusing on you know when we're open and everything changes for us weekly and we have new arrivals and it's just a lot going on so we get a ton of messages which i'm grateful for because it my audience i know who our audience is and Mm -hmm. i'm able to engage with them um or we are our team is but sometimes you know like one of our team members will open the message and they won't know what the response is. Like they won't know how to respond to the person, especially if it's like, you know, an in-depth question about an event planning or something like that. And just because it says seen and they haven't responded doesn't mean that we're ignoring you. You know, sometimes there's things behind the scenes that have to happen, but like, I hate that scene thing. 
Like you can mark them as unread. You can? Yeah. So if you have a business profile. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I know you can mark them as unread, but it still shows the viewer that it's seen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it does? I've been doing that as though people cannot, like, as it unsees it. But, you know, it is good. And I wish it was for text messages, too, because when I wish they had that for text messages. I say it all the time. (laughs) Yeah, because text messages are the new emails. I always try to make my texts unread. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. Because I just I learned like such an important thing just now. Like yeah. I've been doing that to like people I've been seeing, like men I've been seeing. You- <laughs> <laughs> this is going to hinder your relationship. They're like, that bitch saw. They're like, yeah, this is my message. <laughs> no, it's so bad. <laughs> no, oh, I gosh. listen. We all know I'm not good at managing relationships with men. So um, anyway. I wish I was better at that. What is something you wish you were better at? <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, I'm pretty critical on myself, so there's probably a lot of things, but um, one of the things for sure I'm terrible at is saying no. Like, I mm. think all of us can definitely relate to that. My team is probably going to be listening to this like, oh my gosh, yes. Because if we're in a client meeting, they'll be like, oh, could you do this? Can you do that? And it's sometimes outside of my, my scope of work and my services, but I'm like, I can, and I'd love to help. And so then I get myself, you know, into too many projects. I get my team into too many projects. And so that's definitely something I'm working on. Yeah, (laughs) I can. I totally can see that. But you're just like, you're a giver and you want, you genuinely want to help. And so I think it comes from a good place, but like now with 17 clients barking up your tree, you have to have some, you know, Well, and you go back to boundaries, just like with social media is I've really been focusing on like this past year setting boundaries and how, how you can do that in a way that you're like not offending anybody also. Cause I mean, I love my friends and I love my clients and everything, but I I'm getting overwhelmed, especially with a daughter now. Yeah, It's like, I really have to pick and choose like, do I really want to go to that? Do I really want to do that? You know, kind of understand. Um, how to set that boundary without, again, offending anybody. Right. Yeah, Yeah, that's hard, though. Britain, tell us what BLFT is all about, because you know it's my favorite place to shop. The Biggest Little Fashion Truck is a family-owned and operated boutique on wheels. We got started five years ago because I had this deep desire to make women feel more confident. And I found out that one of the many ways you can enhance your confidence was through clothing. Hence our why, confidence through clothing. We love some confidence in our lives. We pride ourselves in bringing back that old school expertise in customer service by providing an experience, whether it be at our pop-up events around town. We love the pop-up events. I'm at those with her all the time and they are fire. Or we have a storefront, the Babe Cave. We just want each and every babe to feel better and be ready to be seen after shopping with us. Shop us online at the Babe Cave or our pop-up events at local businesses around town. We can't wait to see you. And a little something special we have for you. Use promo code BOB20 for 20% off your purchase online. Hell yeah, I'm gonna be shopping today. as you brought up Nova, um, I think this question leads into that. What keeps you going and what's your why? Yeah. So, um, oh my gosh. Well, I think, I feel like it's changed over the years. And of course, right now my why is definitely my daughter, you know, because I, 
don't want to give up. I don't want to show her that I'm like, I started this business and I'm going to see it through and I'm going to make sure that it's successful because I want my daughter to be proud of me. And I want her, you know, if she wants to pursue her own thing, I want her to know like it's a struggle, but I'm going to keep pushing and I'm going to keep going until I get what I want. And yeah, that example for her, that's amazing. Well, you're such a great example as a mom for her. So She's blessed to have you. Yeah. I feel like it hits different when you're a child of an entrepreneur as well. I know that I wouldn't be where I am today if it weren't for watching my dad be what he is and what he has been. That's so interesting because, I mean, I didn't come from my parents weren't entrepreneurs. If it were up to my dad, (laughs) I would be climbing the corporate ladder like nice and cush. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes I wish I was doing that. Yeah. I think back, I'm like, oh, that would be nice. Clock in, clock out life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I know that's just because it stresses him out to watch me go through what I'm going through. Like it's terrifying for him for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, yeah. my dad's like, take the risk. I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> yeah. I don't know. I get a little bit of both from my parents, but either way, it's like, you know, your parents' influence does have a big role in your life. You know, oh, yeah. you, you care what they think. And I, I mean, at least I do. And it sounds Absolutely. like you guys do. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, Nova's going to care what you think. So yeah, I know. I know. I don't want to put too much pressure on that, but yeah, <laughs> I definitely want to, you know, cause there's things in my life. I feel like I've haven't always been confident. I just really want her to be confident and always lead with kind of like that confidence. That's amazing. How early are you going to start her golfing? <laughs> Two. <laughs> She's already started. I've seen so like some have clubs. I've already seen like little tiny babies, like on Instagram that are golfing like that and the snowboard babies and the oh like wake gosh, surf babies. I'm like, I can't, I can't like something so happens cute. to my insides. I'm like, I gotta go. You're yeah, like, do Tiger what you want, but be on the L. <laughs> what did you say? I'm oh, sorry. Tiger Woods started at two and he was like on TV at three, like golfing. So just saying, are you kidding me? Done yeah. and done. <laughs> done and done. I'm no, like, I'm get after it. I mean, <laughs> he was pretty good. So yeah. I mean, he had some pretty intense uh, parents, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my gosh, you're like, Nova, do what you want, but you will be, but, will be yeah. <laughs> yeah. but like be you. I mean, that was my, like, were your parents with sports? Were they Are like that? Hitting my me? dad was like, do what you um, want, but also you're playing sports. Like my dad okay. was like, I don't care. Oh no. I tried to be a dancer. Like I wanted to be a ballerina and my dad pulled me aside and he was like, so we have to talk. I, I was like seven and he was like, you're going to be way too big to be a ballerina. Nobody's going to be able to lift you up. Oh my God. <laughs> like, solid. He was like, so softball, basketball, Girl. volleyball. I was like, noted. He was like, pick one. I was like, okay. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Yeah. No, Ashley and I have similar stories about growing up in sports with our dads. Cause they were both like next level borderline crazy. Um, <laughs> I know. Thankful. Cause I mean, my dad definitely, they, they yeah, see our potential. For sure. yeah. right. They're like, they want us to keep going for sure. I know. I well, remember <laughs> that discipline you learn too, as an athlete, like, and it doesn't matter if you played collegiate or you didn't play collegiate, like you learn discipline, like none other, like the, I, the, when I meet athletes, I can tell before they even tell me they're an athlete, athletes and military. I feel like I just had a conversation mm-hmm. with Jerry this morning about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. We would be like, but you know, I hit a triple, a double, four RBIs, and he was like, that one at bat though. Yes, you were so yeah. bad. Oh. Your dad like totally is the same, hundred percent. Oh, exactly like that. Oh, you're like three for four. No, yeah. okay. 
I All pitched right. a perfect game, but bad at bad. Yeah, you're right. You're like, yeah. But also, crazy. like, didn't we just say a second ago that we in business focus on the one negative thing more than totally. we focus on like it's just so I'm listening to you guys and I'm like, yep, I well, and that's real life. Yeah, like, it totally is. Yeah, you can you can't just like focus on your successes. The world's gonna eat you up. Yeah, you have to be real. You have to have humility and know that it could all be taken away. You know, seriously, what's that thing where it's like you could build um, your reputation for like 25 years and in five minutes you can ruin it? Yeah. Mm, That's yep. why I'm out here having panic Yikes. attacks every day. Yikes. I just mean, <laughs> same here. <laughs> the same here. Jeez. Do you want to do some rapid fire? Yeah. So these questions are going to be a little bit shorter answers. You can just tell us what you're thinking. We have a few to get through. And of course, we are low on time, but we'll go through really quick. So the first one, if you could go back and do it again, would you? Absolutely. I love that. I love that everybody answered yeah, that. Like, I love yeah. it. Yeah. If you could do anything else, what would you do? Beekeeper. <laughs> I was Everything makes sure. a lot of sense now. Okay. <laughs> That's new. It all tracks. <laughs> I love that for you though. I for sure thought I, you were going to say something. I've been like reading so many beekeeping books lately and I'm on a kick. So I'm going to start some bees on my, my husband's God. family's farm. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love that. I know. Can we get some honey? When it, can we get some honey 100%, pot? 100%, <laughs> yes, yes. You're like oh, that woman. I can't wait. Honestly, <laughs> the branding here is just really oh hidden for me. <laughs> yes, it's right I'm like obsessed with bees and everybody gives me bee things now and I'm like, I don't hate it anymore. Like I own everything with bees now. <laughs> I love it. That. Okay, so name one high of last year and one low. Oh yeah. I mean, obviously the high is my daughter being born. That's yeah. huge. Um, lows, gosh, I don't know if there's some like noteworthy low. I feel like there's so many highs and lows when it comes to business. So, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I had a, I had a pretty nasty client I had to cut a relationship with and that was, that was not fun. That always emotional. Yeah. And they were just, just mean and that's why I cut them off. But (laughs) yeah, yeah. you got to protect yourself, your energy. And I was like six months pregnant and I'm like, don't stress out about this, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> well, good for you for cutting the cord because that's hard to do. Yeah. And I mean, you it just tells you like when they become nasty like that, it's like, I did this for a reason. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> well, and it always tells you more about them than it does about you. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So name one thing you do for self-care. Like I'd love to even hear your routine. Like what is your morning routine? Oh, yeah. Gosh, um, my morning routine probably changed significantly since having a daughter. It's all over the place. But as far as one thing I do for self-care, it's definitely walking. Mm-hmm. I feel like every single day at the end of the day when I'm feeling overwhelmed is hop in a podcast and go for a walk. Yeah. It's definitely my my thing. It's nice and slow because I need something that slows down my brain a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's actually a great idea because it kind of separates the like work day from, especially when you're working from home, like it separates the work day from the nighttime. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, just like you guys with your, you know, with Pilates and whatever you do, it's yeah. just like, I just need to put on my shoes, put Nova in the stroller and then go for a little walk to like clear my brain. Oh my gosh. <laughs> cute. I love that. Um, lake or ocean vacation? Lake. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> what is the funniest thing that has happened to you in your business? Okay. <laughs> um, honeypot is actually a reference to the vagina. Oh my God. <laughs> 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 I, <appreciate it>. hey. <laughs> I had no idea. 
I did not. Wait, know no, that. I did know that. Did you? Yeah. I didn't because know I that. have a friend who's doing something honeypot and it's all they're like uh very sexual. <laughs> okay, I'm just yeah. like thinking Winnie the Pooh freaking honeypot, like just so naive. Like, what? <laughs> Tell me more. Oh my gosh. I, I don't know. That's just what it's so you didn't to. know when you started honeypot that it was a reference to the vagina. No, I had no idea. Wow. No, I knew there was like a, a vaginal care company called honeypot, but I had no idea. I just thought, oh, they just came up with it. <laughs> I mean, to be clear, female empowerment yeah <laughs> and that's what that. i said i'm yeah. like we're a, we're a whole team of women so it just you know it aligns i love it now yeah i love it i love being associated <laughs> you can go further with your branding on that you know that can swing both ways <laughs> <laughs> well like originally you were like for honeypot you were like reach your hand in and grab like what like we do everything you know out of the honeypot yeah yeah like just kind of like mixing up some sweet social media i can't yeah, yeah like that kind of oh like God, just original. mixing up some sweet sweet honeypot goodness just mixing it all up <laughs> drip 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 oh my god, oh my god. Yes. oh my god okay. oh Ash, we're gonna have to hang out more because you are my people <laughs> what's your sign oh taurus yes I remember that now. Yeah. Saying, oh, that's yeah. interesting. It is. It is. In a good way. I mean, just because I get along with you and you're that me. We ask people what their signs are. We don't give a fuck. Do you think like, <laughs> I, I actually don't like care. It. Oh, I you do like to know. Okay. Yeah. I'm bad about that. I know kind of what my sign means, but if you ask me about anybody else's, I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what a Virgo means, which is what my daughter is. Sure. Yeah, no, I don't know. Virgos are like very analytical. It's weird because I do know when I was going through my breakup, I thought that like astrology was going to help me figure out my life. Oh yeah. Cause my ex was a Libra and it was like, apparently they're like just desperate for attention. And I was like, this makes sense to and me. And all checks out. Yeah. And, and, then, now, yeah. <laughs> and my ex-husband was a, was an Aquarius, but I'm an Aquarius. So I don't want to think that we're the same. Mm-mm. So like I, I take from it what I, what I want and what yeah. works best just for me. <laughs> Just pull it out of the honey pot. I manipulate the shit out of astrology. Okay. (laughs) What's your drink of choice? Give Uh, give us a non-alcoholic and an alcoholic. Okay. Um, Red wine is definitely my alcoholic drink of choice. And then, I mean, non-alcoholic, so boring, but coffee. Just love coffee. Mm. So you're an entrepreneur is what you're saying. Yes. I mean, that's how I live. (laughs) I've been watching Gilmore Girls. Have you guys watched that? It's been like forever. Forever. I started rewatching Gilmore Girls and they drink coffee all the time. And now I'm like, I need coffee all the time. Yeah. (laughs) When people tell me they're limiting their coffee, I'm like, you got to get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I need at least five cups a day. Yeah. And then I switched to rum wine. (laughs) Yeah. And hopefully some water in between. Good lucky. <laughs> and then I just, you know, send up some prayers that the business makes it. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much the life of an entrepreneur. Um, honestly, that pretty much nails it. And then the prayers start again at 2 a.m. For oh, me yeah. anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, who is your celeb crush? Oh, gosh, that's a hard one. Because you think of JT, probably. Oh. Yeah. My husband's been told he looks like Justin Timberlake. So I feel like that's what well, I was going to say. Keenan has that same vibe. One hundred percent, like across the board, like golf and the way he dresses and oh, everything. Yeah. So I could totally see that. I love that for you. Um, <laughs> what book has changed your life? Oh, yeah, that's a hard one because I want to immediately go to what I'm reading right now. Yeah. What are you reading right now? Which is that Atomic Habits. Oh, I just finished that book and it's like that's definitely life changing. Everything yeah. I think about, like I do throughout my day, I'm like, 
how can I pair another habit with this that I want to like improve my life? Yes, on? we like, did. <laughs> did you listen to the episode that we did on that book? I don't think so. No. So we you like one. I read that book and I, I had exactly the experience that you have from yes. it. I was like, everything is different. You need to read. Have you read the compound effect? No. Okay. So now pair it with the compound effect and you'll be like, your mind will be blown. Okay. That has to be your next book and your whole life will change. Okay. Yeah. No, I love. Yeah. Um, that's a really good book. If you guys are looking for nonfiction, I'm reading the Paris apartment and it's like a thriller. And I'm telling you, I couldn't, that was a part of the reason I got to bed so late last night. I was going to say, I don't think I can read a thriller before bed. I like doing calm meditations and doing anything to just shut my mind off. Yeah. Like, I don't know. A thriller will send me through the roof. <laughs> I mean, but I'll try it. Well, I listen to a world. I listen to him while I pour too. Cause I oh, need something smart. like mindless. Yeah. Um, you want to ask the last one? What is your hype song right now? Oh man. Gosh, darn it. This one's going to be hard for me. I know. Oh, who runs this world? Runs the world. Oh, oh that's a good one. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. That one. I Look at you. That. You're full blown. You did the whole thing. Full circle. You yeah. honey pot. Yeah. Full female. Good thing you had a daughter. Oh, that's the song I played when I found out I was having a girl. That was the first song that came to my mind. I was like, oh yeah. I'm going to be completely (laughs) honest. I for sure thought you were having a boy and that because I would just like pictured you as a boy mom. Oh, I thought for sure I was going to have a boy because I would just love to dress little girls all day long. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm like, I'm going to have all these little boys and I'm never going to be given that. But sorry, Nova. I have a built-in bestie. Um, okay. So we asked this question to all of our guests, um, and it's kind of just like the anchor of the whole interview. So if you could give one piece of advice to someone starting out in business, what would it be? Yeah. Um, stay in your lane probably because I think that so many people compare what they're doing in business to what other people are doing. And then they try and they, they get too much influence from outside sources. Yep. And I think there's, in my industry, I can tell you there's so many social media managers out there. And so if I was copying what everybody else was doing or drawing inspiration even as what everyone else was doing, I wouldn't be standing out in this world. Yes. <laughs> and I, it can be overwhelming too. Like you, if you're totally. constantly looking at what everybody else is doing, like I think about that all the time because people are like, why a candle line? I'm like, I don't know. It just came to me. And yeah, there are a billion candle lines. There are a billion social media agencies. There's a billion retail locations, but like ours are successful. So for some reason it's working. I love that. And we always say comparison is the thief of happiness Mm -hmm. and that goes in business as well. Yeah. And maybe it was golf that kind of helped me with that because I was always competing against myself in golf more than I was against other people. Uh And so I think that's kind of what I do in business is I'm always looking for ways that I can be better at what I'm Mm -hmm. doing, be better for my team, be better for my clients, not what, what is everybody else yeah. doing and how can I implement that into my business? Cause that's not what makes sense for, for me and my business. Right. I, right. I want to listen to my clients. I want to listen to my team, not what everybody else is doing. Right. And yeah. you're the one doing it every day. You know, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Tell our listeners where they can find you both honeypot and you. Oh yeah. Um, Instagram, of course, at honeypot.social, um, for my biz and then at Ash Pullen for me personally. And if they want to get a hold of you for services, um, what my website's probably the best, uh, www.honeypot.social. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for coming on Ash. It was so good getting to know you. We have to go get wine together. All three oh, of yeah. us. Yes, for sure. Please. Yes, Ash. Amazing. Thank you for coming on. I love you lots. Yes.
Thank was you so, so fun. much. This yes. was fun. Thank you guys for having me. Of course. Of course. You're welcome back anytime. We should yeah. get her back on for branding. Yeah. Expertise. Uh, this whole podcast is probably just going to turn into interviews because we love this so much. And we were like, this is actually way more fun than. Well, and our listeners love it. Our too. listeners love it. Yeah. So. Um, all right. With that being said, Hey, thanks listeners. Uh, you guys know the drill follow along Brit.on.blast uh, on Instagram and find us at BLFT Reno and Haven and flux and Murdoch hats and apparel. Whoop, whoop. If you liked the show, subscribe and review Brit on blast on whatever platform you're listening on. We love y'all so much. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. Cheers y'all.